0: Hey champions, this is your weekly podcast about Genesis Battle of Champions, and in this cast, we talk about everything related to game design, development, testing, and more for Genesis. I'm Asid, the creator and lead designer, and in this episode, we'll be talking about the six card symbols that you'll be seeing on beta cards and on all Genesis cards moving forward. So, if you haven't taken a look at the beta card list, feel free to do so on the Genesis website you'll notice that every single card instead of explicitly writing out what the card type is we're now using symbols to represent that i think we're seeing a big shift in a lot of game design to use symbols over explicit text especially for something that's being repeated over and over and over again Uh, a great example of this was in the game seven wonders it's a really interesting game because there's no explicit text written on any of the cards but you so quickly memorize everything the game does. They're very clean and clear with what every single ability is and what every single uh, symbol really represents. So jumping into the six different symbols, you'll have the helmet and horns for champions, lightning bolts for spells, a little pentagram with flames on top of it for summons, a person doing a punch for techniques, You have the infinity sign for alterations, and then you have this aura glow for enchantments. So starting with the champions, the horn and the helmet, I think this is very iconic. A lot of influences you'll find for Genesis come from the video game uh, Diablo and Diablo 2. And the horn and the helmet's a very strong representation of a hero in their stance. I think this was a great choice, it really does kind of show the power and the um, almost archaic uh, perspective of Genesis. The lightning bolts being used for spells I think is a really good example of kind of an iconic spell and it knows that this is magical, it's something powerful and something elemental. Uh, So having those as a spell I think is a great symbol. And then something being summoned. if you've ever watched Supernatural, you know that this is very standard. You know, you draw your little symbol and you have your flame, your incantation, and you conjure something out up out of nothingness. Uh, so I think the symbol for summons is really powerful and really speaks to the essence of what these cards are. Techniques. Techniques are something that's very unique in our game. I've seen a lot of CCGs that are fighting games. Uh, Universal Fighting Systems 1, and there's a bunch of martial short ones. And then you see a lot of games that are around spells like Magic the Gathering, but not many games combine both of them in kind of a seamless uh, transition like Genesis does. And having this more of a physical representation of the person doing the punch is a great way to kind of represent techniques the alteration being the infinity symbol. Alterations are kind of interesting card type because they're one of the few permanent things that you drop down. Yes, they do have health and yes, they can be destroyed. But at the same time, they're there for a long time. I don't know about you, but I haven't played a whole lot of games where someone's able to destroy a lot of the alterations I'm dropping. So, I think the infinity sign is a really good representation of the fact that this is something that's going to be there for a while. Uh, and then the last card type are the enchantments. These are things that imbue your champion and your character with additional strength and additional abilities. So to have that symbol of the person that we're seeing in the techniques and the person that's probably underneath the helmet on the champion cards, uh, there with this aura glow around them to represent that they are being enchanted, that they are being imbued with additional magical abilities. I think it's a really great symbol to represent this particular card type. Moving away from the explicit writings of the card types towards the symbols poses its own challenge because you don't know if every single person is going to know what those symbols represent and how do we communicate that. Uh, we do have it in the rule books, we do have it in uh, on the website. But it's not going to be there for everyone. I know personally when I learned how to play Magic, I never read the rules. I didn't go through any tutorial videos on how everything works. Uh, So how do you communicate this information to everyone? That's something that's going to be a continuous challenge as the game grows. And we use these symbols over and over again, especially as we introduce new card types. Uh, Things like traps or curses or you know, anything of the sorts, how do we continuously add new symbols and make sure that they're clear and explicit enough to everyone? Uh, If you have any ideas, feel free to let us know because that's something that we are going to be working on. And I'm hoping with uh, the set after beta, once we get into the introduction of the first story arc, uh, we have a better grasp on what we're going to do with that. But I think for now, we're going to be using the symbols and then referencing those symbols in the text fields as well. Anyways, that's it for today's cast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any topics for future casts, uh, please let us know by emailing us at contactus at hauntedcastlegaming.com. But that's it for now. Bye!